0: Hey everyone, before we get into the season 2 recap of Tower 4, we just wanted to tell you about a new thriller scripted fiction series called The Hitler File. It stars two of the best character actors on planet Earth, Peter Stormare and Dennis O'Hare. You may know Peter as the guy who put Steve Buscemi in a wood chipper in Fargo, or the coolest depiction of Lucifer ever in Constantine. He also has a small part in Minority Report. Dennis O'Hare is one of the core cast members of American Horror Story, and also has been in True Blood, and possibly the best scene in the film, Michael Clayton. The Hitler File uses real history, but tells a parallel fictional story, where Peter plays Dr. Dromerk, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, as a psychotherapist who meets Adolf Hitler, played by Dennis. When he's just a lowly corporal after world war one and their relationship goes all the way to the waning days of world war ii where dr dromark decides to use his particular set of skills his knowledge of the mind to destroy hitler this is a really high quality podcast where 85 percent of it is just these two incredible actors going head to head we think you're really going to love it so make sure to go to hitlerfile.com or search for hitlerfile wherever you listen to podcasts and stick around after this episode of tower four for a trailer of this series. Once again, that's hitlerfile.com or search for Hitlerfile wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks. And now for the Season 2 recap of Tower 4. Seven Lamb Productions presents Tower 4 Season
1: 2 Recap
2: Shut the door while we're recording. Hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> Rob's going to get up real quick and shut the door, and then we're going to get back into our Tower 4 Season 2 recap. How you doing, Rob? Pretty good. How about you, Jack? Doing all right. Oh, wait. Who's this? Who's our special guest? Gina Coyle. Uh, my favorite.
3: Hi, guys. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> all right. And
2: of course, who plays Amby Yeah. Yep. Amby. Don't say it like that. I won't. ever yes. again. Yeah, this um, is the tower four recap episode. Yep. Season two recap.
0: Yep. But but i like we already introduced ourselves, but you're actually gonna do the actual <laughs> recap.
2: Yes, the written recap.
0: Which is if you want to say, like you already listened to the season, and season three is dropping right now, and right. you're like, Oh, but I don't remember much of season two, and I don't want to listen to all those episodes, even though they're so good. I'll just listen to the recap. This is it right now. So Jack's gonna take the mic, <laughs> just talk for a while. Recap everything, and, and
2: then we'll get into I was told specifically, if I mess up one time, I'm out. Yeah, you're not Mike anymore. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can play young Mike. So no pressure.
0: <laughs> it's, and it's only like four pages long.
2: It's only four pages of what? What is this? 12 or 16 on the font size? Uh, 12, 12. but not. Uh, yeah. And it's not double spaced. Not so. double spaced. Single spaced. Mm. All right. Here we go. Let's get into it. Tower four season two recap. We began season two. We get a flashback to the moments just before Mike's mother's passing. He's going through a lot of emotions. He tells her about how he blames her and dad for a lot, but he still loves her. She's unconscious at the time, but he tells her nonetheless. Mike then has a dream of howling wind, people talking, growling, and a loud roar. Season two has begun. At the end of season one, Mike was beaten, drugged, and dragged underground. Or was he? It's in all caps. I had to (laughs) hit it like that. When he awakens the next morning outside, everything seems to be back to normal, as if there was no fight in his tower, although he is still beaten and bruised. He's in a lot of pain and walks around trying to remember what happened the night before. Amber, you, calls to remind him of his drunkenness, but he wants to know what they talked about. She's upset he ditched her, but again, his memory is foggy. He didn't realize he did. Later, Amber calls Mike to tell him about a supply drop. Mike finds the timing a little odd. That night, Mike has a nightmare. Not only was he floating above his childhood home, but he, was all, but he also saw a large door, flickering lights, and heard growling. When Mike awakens at 4 a.m., he notices Amber's light is on. He tries calling her to no avail. But moments later, her light goes off. Mike gives up and plans to go back to bed until he realizes his nightmare may have been more than just a dream. Was it a memory? That's when he remembers the bunker and Cherry. Mike stays up all night typing away at his computer. He's trying to take notes of everything he remembers, cash boxes, eye carvings, and so on. The further back, the easier. When Amber calls him in the morning, he confronts her about being up at 4 a.m. Why? Her explanation is simple. She was going to the bathroom. Mike takes the explanation with a grain of salt, but then Amber questions him about the bird, something he mentioned in his drunken night. Mike also tries to apologize for dishing Amber the other day, although he doesn't remember why. Amber's confused by this, but she's glad about Mikey Mikey deciding to stay. There I go. I'm done. (laughs) Several days pass, and Mike continues to have weird dreams and nightmares. Eventually, his foot feels good enough to walk on, and he heads up to the supply drop. When he reaches the field, though, he finds his supplies have been ransacked. Amber, still thinking it's raccoons, says he'll, she'll call Gene and put in a double order. Amber then warns of an approaching storm. Mike lies and says he's going back. He's going to head back to the tower, but instead heads to Site 5. He's been dreaming about the area. When he gets there, he can't find the tree with the eye carving, but he does find something of interest. Jerry! It's got an exclamation point. <laughs> of course. Sorry, old habits. <laughs> Mike tries to question Jerry. While he remembers him, he doesn't remember everything they talked about, but Jerry wants none of it. Saying that they took Mike, he runs off. Mike notices standing standing on banana... Oh, sorry. Mike notices he's standing on banana chips. Was Jerry the one who broke into his supplies? Page two. <laughs> yeah. Mike gets back to the tower soaking wet. He got caught in the storm. Amber doesn't understand why, since he said he was heading back to his... He Oh, boy, said he was heading back sooner, but keeping site five a secret, not a secret, a oh, secrete, Mike <laughs> just blames his hurt ankle. While it storms outside, Mike and Amber talk about dreams, meaningful coincidences, and Mike's ex, Sarah. Mike also brings up Amber's late night at 4 a.m., saying he found it odd because his father left him at 4 a.m. It's the last time he ever saw his father. Later at night, while Mike makes some food, the power goes off. Startled, he drops a glass, which sparks a memory, and that's when Jerry's words finally mean something. Mike was taken by someone, but who? Remembering this, Mike is angry and frustrated and actually decides to leave for good. He packs his bags and heads down the trail. Hours later, thinking someone is following, he stops. He thinks it's Jerry until a mysterious hiker by the name of Kyle shows up. Kyle got lost in the woods and just happened to stumble by. Mike doesn't believe a word out of his mouth, and when Kyle's backpack starts beeping, Mike loses it and attacks. Eventually, Mike comes to his senses, and the man packs up all his loose articles from the attack and runs off. Mike tries to keep his composure. It turns out the electronic beeping was just a watch. So why did Mike lose control? He thinks back to his troublesome relationship with Melinda, a time where he tried to keep his composure and deal with a person who constantly lost control. Hours later, while hiking along the trail, Mike hears a radio, even though he left his radio in the tower. Gene and Amber are having a conversation. He finds the radio sitting on a stump and listens in. Gene knows Mike is leaving. But how? And how did he get his radio there? And how did his radio get there? Mike actually catches Gene lying a few more times to Amber. Mike goes back to the trail and finds a note scribbled in the dirt. Don't leave. How did everyone know he was leaving? And why did Gene lie so much? Mike gets a sudden impulse and starts inspecting his body. It doesn't take long before he finds a weird device, as small as a BB stuck in his arm. Was he being tracked? To test this theory, Mike devises a plan to eavesdrop on Gene and Amber's conversation. He heads back to the tower, tells Amber uh, a lie about Overarch, and leaves the BB. He then hikes all the way back to his previous spot where he heard their conversations the day before. He's able to hear their conversations and learn that Gene believes he knows where Mike is. Mike is staying in the tower. Amber tells him the opposite after chatting with Mike. Things get tricky as Mike sits in his tent waiting for more conversations between Gene and Amber. It doesn't take long before Mike believes he has the upper hand. With the metallic object sitting on his bed, he doesn't think he can be tracked anymore. After Mike takes a much-needed nap, he talks with Amber, who admits she's hurt by their last few chats. She feels Mike is tired of talking to her, but Mike assures her that that's not the case. Two days later, and Mike is searching for Jerry, but Jerry never shows. Mike explores the Windwalk Trail, all while lying to Amber about spending some time on his writing. One night, while sleeping in the woods, Mike wakes up to a faraway conversation. Two men are talking. Mike explores to find the men. Page three. <laughs> I'm going to do this like old timey radio. Yeah. Taking things out of the cave. Jerry's cave. The men pack all the Jerry's Perfect. things onto a cart and take off. No, kidding. <laughs> So kidding. So let me get back to that old sentence so I don't yeah. screw it up completely. Mike explores to find the men taking things out of a cave. Jerry's cave. The men pack all of Jerry's things on a cart and take off. But before Mike can explore the cave, Jerry pounces. There are cameras set up, and Jerry didn't want Mike to be seen. Jerry leads Mike to his side entrance while Mike bombards him with questions. Jerry's upset his things were taken, but not everything. And that's when Jerry reveals a gun. Jerry was upset Mike was thinking of leaving and not helping. So now Mike says he's changed his mind. He follows Jerry as they traverse the woods, tracking the cart and men. Mike asks Jerry about his past, but not much is remembered, of course. He, they eventually stumble upon a large field, but not one that Mike has ever visited. Eventually, they find the cart's tracks disappear near some boulders. They believe the cart went underground, but they can't find anything to help them. No way in and no other tracks, Mike rests and thinks about the time he caught Melinda cheating with the help of his friend Ricky. He applies the same tactics by sending Jerry back to his cave. He wants him to be seen on camera. The lure works. The boulders move and cart the cart drives out from down below. Mike runs for the entrance and reaches it just in time. The problem now is he's shrouded in darkness. Mike makes his way into the bunker, which eventually expands into a larger hangar area. On the other side of the large room is a set of steel doors with a number four painted on it. Using his flashlight, he searches the room but doesn't find much outside of some old supplies, crates, and carts on cinder blocks and fluorescent lights. A lot of fluorescent lights. I had to say fluorescent 80 (laughs) times. And it's not (laughs) mentioned in the recap. (laughs) It's not mentioned in the recap, so I feel the need. Fluorescent lights (laughs) all over the place. Also, none of the doors work. He made it underground, but it's dark and he's trapped. Mike stays underground for hours, trying to find a way either deeper into the bunker or a way out. While exploring, he thinks of his sessions with Dr. Browning, his therapist. It took a while for him to open up to Dr. Browning, but eventually he did, sharing about his mother, his relationships, the feeling of being trapped and not knowing what to do with his life, etc. He thinks back on many sessions, especially his last one where he shares his new job opportunity, being a fire lookout. And while he knows nothing of the job, both him and his therapist think it would not only be a good opportunity to get away, but also to work on his book. Eventually, the cart and men return. Steel doors open, and Mike watches in awe. He notices more steel doors beyond the current ones, but he also notices Jerry in the back of the cart. He seems unconscious, but is he? What happened to him? They caught him, but they didn't hurt him. He doesn't have much time to dwell as the steel doors start closing. So do the boulders above. Mike tries to make it out, but it's too late. Once again, he's trapped. Hours pass, but eventually Mike finds he can talk to Amber at the top of the entrance ramp. He does so until the boulder doors move, revealing a night sky. He feels tremors deep within the bunker, and his radio starts acting funny. He hears whispers, static, gunshots, and an alarm. The steel doors on the other side of the room open. Only one man appears in the cart this time, and he's bloody. He quickly drives out of the bunker. What happened? Doesn't matter. Mike grabs his backpack and runs out before they're trapped before being trapped again. He sees the cart tracks in the grass and decides to follow them. While Mike again wants to get out, he's also super curious about what's going on. He wants answers, as do all of you listening. While he follows the tracks, he chats with Amber who mentions the tremors. There's also another fire in Mike's sector of the forest. Page 4.
0: <laughs> this is the last page though.
2: Last page. Let's see. Mike decides to finally come clean and tell Amber everything. He does, except his radio goes crazy and starts playing classical music again. Did she hear anything of what Mike said? Mike listens to the music for a while while abruptly, while until it abruptly stops. Oh my gosh, let me start that one over. Mike listens to the music for a while until it abruptly stops. Not long before he finds a, the cart and man, the cart had crashed and the man is stuck underneath and bleeding out. Mike frees him, then starts asking questions. He gets more questions than answers, though. Although he doesn't find some things, he does find out some things. The man's name is Lance. He works underground. What a what a gig! Hi, I'm Lance. I work, <laughs> I work underground. underground. How you doing, <laughs> Bob? Got any boulder doors over at Home Goods? Didn't <laughs> think so. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, he works underground. He mentions something called iris test subjects and rats. Mike tries to follow but has a hard time. Amber calls to tell Mike about a helicopter doing a, another drop later, but Lance says, Dr- "Lance says, but Lance says this is untrue." Mike wants to ask more questions, but when he starts seeing figures in the field and woods and hearing strange whispers, he knows his time is short. Suddenly, a scrawny figure appears and bashes Lance's face in with a rock, splattering his brains all over the nearby ground. Gross! His molars and teeth and tongue. And I'm just okay. <laughs> that's not written here. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, suddenly, free, la, 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 la. more figures appear mike panics and with bow in hand runs off he runs blindly through the woods but he's being followed more mysterious disfigured things appear he tries to hold his ground but the figures attack him they look like people but not normal people peeper are these the so-called rats mike tries to fight to no avail one of the figures pounces and is about to smash his head with a rock until a helicopter arrives overhead This scares them all off. Mike, in pain and exhausted, passes out and the helicopter flies off. When he awakens, it's storming. He gathers what little things he has left and walks off. Eventually, Mike calls it, sets up camp. He falls asleep under his makeshift tent, and when he awakens this time, it's morning and the storm has passed. His radio has been smashed during the attack, but he hears the crackle of another one. He also sees a strange, heavily armed man shoot one of the other figures from the night before. The armed man eventually notices Mike and fires at him. Mike hides until the man gets too close. Using his last arrow, he fires, but has no impact on the body armor. The mysterious man man is about to kill Mike until Jerry comes to the rescue and fires first. The armored man dies, but Jerry's been shot too. Mike asks Jerry where they are. He tells him Site 4. They're also not too far from Windwalk. Mike has only one idea that can help Jerry. He takes him to see Amber's Tower. He takes him to Amber's Tower, but they don't reach it in time. Jerry passes out in too much pain. Mike runs the rest of the way and finds Amber coming out of her outhouse. He begs her for help. On their way back to Jerry, Amber apologizes for not looking exactly how she described herself. Mike doesn't care. There's a weird awkwardness between them. Their first meeting is not a pleasant one. When they reach Jerry, it's too late. He's dead. Mike has a complete breakdown and tells Amber everything he's experienced. The bunker, the music, lance the attack everything the fact that lance works underground there's a door <laughs> All boulder. <of> it <laughs> he's not crazy but once mike calms amber has some news for him the person laying on the ground before them is not jerry the end bum, bum, bum.
3: Bravo, oh, bravo.
2: <laughs> so, so gina did that sound like
0: you just listened to the entire series in 10 yeah
3: yeah it did um i do want to point out though i noticed this a lot that you know it was mike constantly lying you know i feel like amber gets <laughs> yeah. a really bad rap um <laughs> but is continuously
2: oh boy but
3: mike lied and mike lied and mike yeah. lied so i just want to point that out to everybody
2: that's yeah, Amber. <laughs> I think the moral of your story is Amber's trustworthy, just give yes. her a, give give her a shot. Like- and there are so many people out there listening to this that go, Uh uh-uh, uh, nope. I know nope. Uh,
3: my husband just came and like gave me like these eyes. Like, mm-hmm. uh-huh.
2: <laughs> he's my favorite commenter when it comes to Tower 4. He's always like, That Amber sure is suspicious. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> trust her. <laughs> I don't,
3: trust she's her. annoying. Why is she so annoying?
0: <laughs> that, that's another one. Oh, good lord. No, that's uh, true, though. Mike does lie a lot. throughout, a lot. Show. So, I mean, you know, there's some give and take. Hey, it's, hey, take
2: it easy. I'm just there, saying. There was
3: never Amber lied. You know, even Gene lied. Well, that, you know, no, there's no. a lot of people <laughs> lying. No,
2: don't know if Amber's <laughs> lying yet or not. That's true.
3: <laughs> so, I just wanted to highlight that. That makes sense.
2: I love that's, it. That's, I love it. And we actually, fun, funny thing This this season, season two, is the first time that Gina and I got to record together.
1: Yeah, it was
0: yeah I wrote First that. Time
2: ever. So I wrote some
0: notes down, just like different things that we can chat about. One of the things, was I mentioned, that yeah. uh, uh, Gina
2: came to visit. So Rob and I were out bowling with a lot of friends. Uh, and yeah, I forget what it was like. seven land was. people. It was yeah. like
0: we were all together. Yeah,
2: Brian was there. Amber was there. Amy. Not that Amber. Did Amy, come? Amy was there for a little bit of time. <laughs> yeah. But um, I remember Rob doesn't have a good drinking poker face. So <laughs> he comes to me and goes, Somebody's going to be here tomorrow. Yep. and i had seen steve post about uh florida or something are you guys going on vacation Go, is it gina he goes it's gina did i tell you <laughs> <laughs> I <was> like, no <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was it was really fun to meet yeah. you and, steve and just kind of shoot the shit for a little bit yeah because yeah, before really that fun. you just recorded remotely and then sent us your lines yeah
3: yeah yeah so like for years we've i've heard your voices but like i've never met anyone anyway, so it was cool yeah. and we
0: talked cool. about this a little bit on robert and a friend which is a patreon episode but yes what was your first like role that you did for seven lamb do you remember
2: atlas avenue beat i was Julian good okay it was julian good she was julian, julian good, good. <laughs> oh, lord julian good that's right yep. yeah <laughs> because we
0: started releasing tower Four in 2020 and then that's when like yeah after julian good i'm like let's see if she wants to be in this i'm like there's only two characters so it's gonna be a lot more lines but uh let's see fun i always tell people
2: my first one was paralyzed i was a cop at the end of season one that goes are you okay and that was your one line that was it yeah and ever since then none of the peasants that i would pass could give me eye contact (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) you always needed a red
0: carpet in always front of you. needed a red yeah, carpet yeah.
2: people had to build rose petals at me
0: yeah <laughs> makes sense no that's awesome yeah, yeah i mean so we've been doing this since 2020 tower four at least yeah and uh it's it's crazy. only season two but we release monthly which is something people love
2: yep to they, complain about they, uh- <laughs> Yeah, that's the funny thing about Tower 4. It's either one star or five stars. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
3: it's it's very like.
2: Great, I love it. Or it's one star. They only release once a month. Don't even listen. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's
2: just, okay. Listen,
0: we would love to release faster. Yep. We love it we, <laughs> we, would, like, we, we love would literally it. love that you know that's when we make money sometimes it's just not doable <laughs> we try our hardest but yeah. gino is recorded super fast gina so, thank uh, you for that
3: yeah. yeah well i don't want to even get mad at me so i'm like at least i can be like it's not me right. <laughs> my, my,
0: my lines are ready <laughs> yeah i submitted my before
2: <laughs> even gave me the screens <laughs> so,
3: yeah,
2: <right. laughs> i knew what she was gonna say this yeah. this week yeah all right so um we wanted to do the recap for everybody so if you're getting ready for season three right now or you are just wanting to have something for tower four between season two and three this is great or you're just catching up and listening to all the recap episodes or some of our wonderful fans have listened to this series quite a few times yeah um we are going to do a little bit more discussion about it and then we have questions from Everyone else. Yeah. From like
0: fans and stuff yeah. on Twitter. We, we made a post on Twitter, Facebook, which by the way, if you don't follow us at seven lamb podcasts, we're on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, and we even have a Facebook group. So join that. Cause there's always a lot of discussions, not only for tower four, but for all of our podcasts. Yes. yes. If you don't know, we do a ton of different ones, a ton of different genres and everything. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wrote down some like, just like little notes like mostly some of it is like writing stuff. Like for instance, I don't like writing flashbacks, but because (laughs) Mike is the only character with VO right now, it's kind of like necessary to break up the everyday life of Mike, you know, cooking food. Yeah. Walking (laughs) along a trail.
2: (laughs) It has been four hours since I've used the outhouse.
0: Yeah. I have to, I have to add something more to it. So I feel like flashbacks, to an extent, a lot of them are going to come back later on story-wise. and yeah. all, Or they tie into the episode at hand. Um, it's interesting because, yeah, you have the only voiceover. Gina, you just do, uh, uh, like, lines. It's all over the radio and stuff yeah. like that. So, like, I don't know if Gina will ever have voiceover maybe amber will at some point
2: yeah once she finally reveals her dark secret uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh not her, her, her
0: the fact that she lies all the time yeah yeah
2: <laughs> she's a chronological liar i yeah.
3: don't believe it i don't believe it. <laughs> i'd be devastated if it was like it's all true like you are the all- worst person i'd be
2: like no. oh no <laughs> i'm really your be so remorseful mike i hate you i'm actually working with whatever there
0: was one co- not a complaint, but somebody commented saying uh that they wish there could just be a Amber and Mike flirting over the radio. Somebody said Mike- <laughs> that. We it just sucks. missed that. For they're like, I missed the first like the first three episodes. I'm like, yeah, but this is a mystery thriller. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> not not like, a yeah.
0: <laughs> no, you hang <laughs> yeah. out.
3: No,
0: you hang just up. You're an
3: hour, a solid hour of that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what's it like on your side of the
2: point? Yeah. <laughs> i saw this squirrel did you see it (laughs) we're miles away from each other (laughs) (laughs) stop it oh man
0: yeah i also i'm trying to like look through my notes let's let's do this too and
2: say okay things we're not going to be (laughs) releasing on this episode are uh exact release dates for season three spoilers yeah spoilers like major we'll
0: try to give like a little bit of stuff but we're not going to do major and
2: rob is the kevin feige so i'll let him leak what he feels like (laughs) leaking (laughs) because i will leak the wrong thing yeah about mike's laser eyes and stuff
0: there's going to be a female thor that's right that's right in our show in our show
2: (laughs) yes it is the female thor from firewatch (laughs)
1: yeah
0: yeah. yes i'm trying to look through here so like I also did here's here's just like a little Easter egg. Uh, I put besides the fuck Barry thing. Yeah, is like in all of our podcasts for some reason. It's just like screw this guy named Barry. Yeah, and that's something that uh, we've put in most of our podcasts. Yeah, Barry Barry's played by a good friend of ours who
2: is actually like the sweetest guy
0: (laughs) in Atlas Avenue beat. And then ever since we wrote an episode in Atlas Avenue beat where the main character Locke like just rips into him for no reason really right uh ever since then it's been kind of like uh screw this guy so we've put that like little bit of dialogue in end of all hope we put it now in tower four season two yeah we put it in a lot of things and
2: next time barry is in town we need to do an atlas avenue b live stream so people can actually meet who you're telling to go fuck themselves
0: i'm just worried that uh people people like barry too much yeah they they might be mean (laughs) to him Oh, boy. Uh, I also wrote down that uh, Dr. Browning, Mike's therapist, I named after Todd Browning, the director of Freaks and Dracula. Wow. And uh, in Paralyzed, another show that we do, our horror show, there's a Dr. Carpenter, and I named him after John Carpenter, the horror. Oh, I like John Carpenter. Yeah, so I did. uh, And there's actually a reason why Todd Browning is kind of the director i chose for this one but i won't say exactly because i don't want to spoil stuff so right but that's that was uh that was like a little as everybody easier, frantically goes
2: to watch the movie <laughs> yeah, dracula and freaks yeah one of the characters name is mike oh, strap in. oh snap <laughs> um so yeah I, I figured we could get into some questions there's a lot of really good ones in here yeah go ahead um whatever uh, what, do you want to start it right now well, we'll do a couple, and then if I I think of
0: something while somebody's mentioning, I'm I'm gonna I'll
2: talk sure. about it or whatever. Okay, so here's the first one. It's actually Virginia. It's from Steve Coyle. It says, "Why oh your personality <laughs> so annoying?"
3: Because <laughs> I'm thinking of you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's,
2: that's recorded. If you ever play, <laughs> no, that is the reverse card. Yeah. That's what that um, that's so good. <laughs> Okay, this is an interesting one. And I I actually am going to let you take this one first, uh, Gina. It's curious. This is from Jonathan Shipman from Facebook. Curious how much interpretation the voice actors take with their characters and script. Uh, There are a ton of small jokes in the dialogue and wondering if that comes from the voice actors or from you, Robert.
3: Okay, well, when I, when Rob gives me a character, it's usually like he gives me like a couple lines, like this is what I'm thinking of the person. And then like I look things over. Um, I don't deviate at all, because I'm like, I don't want to mess with what you're doing. Um, so I do what you say, like literally word for word. Like if I mess up an article, I'm like, oh, no,
0: right. Make- oh, really? Nice.
3: Yeah. Yeah. If it's like the, if it's done, I say, oh, I'm like, oh, God, I got to fix that. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. So, like, I will <laughs> stick to it like religiously. Yeah. And one um, thing that
0: you do also is like you send us like you edit down your your uh, dialogue your when you send it to us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised. No, I appreciate that because that's something that like not everybody does. Not that they have yeah, to. Right. When they no. say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. but like I noticed, so I, I'm always like, this is the one that she liked the best. Like, I if know, you like, took I the tell. time
2: to edit mine down, yeah, from all the bull crap that no. I'm saying in the studio. Yeah, it would take as long as editing the actual episode, I would imagine. Yeah, especially. Yeah.
3: and it depends. Uh, like sometimes I'm like trying to figure out, like, okay, like this one line could be said in twenty different ways, and it would mean something different based on the inflections and the pauses. And then, so sometimes I go down a black hole, and I'm like, right. I don't know that's what, that's what he good. means. And then <laughs> I just kind of, I'm like, he'll tell me, right? Like if I got it wrong, yeah. he'll let me know. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> otherwise, like I'll go crazy if I like overthink it. So.
2: Yeah, and, and a lot of this this dialogue is hard to play with in terms of being the actor reading the script. There are some that we've gotten a little bit of freedom to add our own jokes in and our own inflections and stuff like that. But Tower Four is really not one of those because everything that's said is very purposeful. There's there's yeah. behind it, so we can't do too much. Now, every once in a while, I'll I'll change the inflection to what it's meant to be, and either Rob will go, "Do not do that again," <laughs> and I'll scold or <laughs> no that's perfect let's go with that so i mean in terms of actual changing of the dialogue not for tower four that doesn't really happen um but yeah a a lot of times
0: like yeah if it like as long as it doesn't deviate like where the story is going or whatever like it's not too big of a deal but like there are certain ways that lines have to be said and because this is so dialogue heavy yeah, it, it is important to get the right inflection and say the the, the thing the right way so it matches the other character because there's so much back and forth between yeah. Mike and Gina. I will say though, I do have a problem sometimes that I I write a lot of run on sentences, which Jack loves. I don't oh, know if you gosh. hate if you ever send too many to <laughs> you, but I've,
3: I... I've never noticed. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I love
0: long sentences. I just just that's what commas are for
2: man yeah I, I there are so many times i'll start reading a sentence and i'll think i'm reaching the end of it and i'll realize that it's just going to keep going and, I just and then he takes and a like, deep breath come on man <laughs> yeah. I have to read it again um a lot of these questions that i have guys are very story driven yeah it's gonna happen I would love to read them like some of them. Why create rat people? What is the monster? Is Amber in on it all? We would love to tell you that, but that's going to have to be kind of a. a, a
0: yeah, but they don't really want to know. I don't think you guys really want to know that. Because so. right. then
3: why listen? Like everyone's yeah. the fun. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people loved and I'm surprised by this. A lot of people love the ending where she says that's not Jerry. Like I yeah. just love that as like the final line. There are we've gotten so, emails uh, <laughs> and messages from it saying yeah. like the best and That's I'm the like,
2: greatest one that we've done. Okay. And I love that. And there was just one guy, one guy that commented was like, really? It's not Jerry. That's what you got. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I love that line. When I read it, I was like, Oh, This is cool. Actually when I got the last episode once I realized that they were meeting because usually what I'll do when I get the script is I like to I only pay attention to like the scenes I'm in because I don't want to know anything else that's going on in the world Mm -hmm. of the story. Um, But as soon as I realized that we were meeting for the first time I was like I want to do this like one take. You know what I mean? Like I wanted my shock like because it's kind of like as a fan too like because I don't get anything really in advance of anyone else. So it's like like, once I realized I was was like oh my god this is the moment they're going to meet. So I was like all right, let me go right up and record it right away. Cause I wanted my reaction to kind of be natural. Like I wanted it to match how she would feel. So. I
0: like it. Cause it's actually like, and I don't know if you did this purposefully, but uh, it's kind of like a little more toned down and kind of like, uh, kind of trepidatious. Okay. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Why yeah. are you here?
3: Yeah. Cause I think it's different too. Like it's like keyboard warriors, right? Like it's one thing to not see the person that you're talking to and right, you can yeah. be whoever you want to be. Right. But once yeah. you're face to face with somebody like, that mask has to come off a little bit. You know what I mean? Well, so yeah,
0: I thought, she's apologetic because she kind of did like tell a little bit of a fib yeah. of how old she was and all the stuff. So. so
2: that, that to me is great because it kind of mimics real life because, you know, everybody kind of has their own image of somebody else in their head. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm sure at some point, but it's Amber not like she thought, them. To, no, 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 no,
1: <laughs> Like
0: Actually a man. Like,
2: right. <laughs> didn't think mine'd be bigger than <laughs> yours. Did you, Mike? dang it <laughs> um <Bambi? yeah. laughs> uh, or is it ombre <laughs> um no i have a good one from twitter uh from at taylor dell reed what was i'm so you kind of answered this so i'm just gonna kind of piggyback right. off in of this how was it getting prepared and recording the last episode of season two especially for mike so high energy such high stakes great voice acting yada yada, yada. thank you um so, this is one of the biggest things that I've heard about Mike from all the reviews because I, I read them and I shouldn't. Yeah, don't. I don't know why you do it. I don't um, do it anymore. He, he's so monotone and he's so yeah. kind of, you know what I mean? And that my justification for that was he's alone in the woods all yeah, like- the time yeah he emotes a little bit when he's talking to amber but mm-hmm. when he's in his own head and he's out in the woods i imagine that's probably not very high energy really. nobody emotes a lot to themselves so i figured that's what i do for mike so when this was kind of coming to the culmination and things were really crazy i was i i did kind of say that to myself just like you said when you're meeting amber for the first time i mm-hmm. thought the same thing so i was like oh shit he's meeting amber yeah mm-hmm. and then it was like oh, he's actually in a situation where he could die, so he's probably not going to be like, oh, no, everyone's surrounding me. Please <laughs> yeah, come and no, get some. No. So uh, I, I will sometimes look at Mike and go, okay, turn me way, way down because I'm going to go crazy on this one. And that one, just not only for the performance, for the performance sake, I wanted that one to be like, okay, I don't want people to look at Mike and go, he's always so just kind of wimpy and monotone because he always kind of gets his butt kicked all the time. But also,
0: I liked the last, like the last uh, speech you had, like kind of because she's
2: just going like, Mike, (laughs) like, yeah, "Uh,
3: hey, Uh,
0: by the way, that's not Sherry. Right, right. You're (laughs) just trying to desperately
2: get my attention. But, you know, he's struggling with so much. He's like I said, he's gotten his ass kicked. He's always out there and he's always hurt. He's like, what am I doing out here? And finally, he's like, okay, at this point, I'm going to die if I don't put up or shut up. That and is then,
0: that is a struggle, though, story wise is which I think it worked out good for season two. But it's like, why is he still there?
2: Yeah, that's
0: yeah. the thing is, how do you keep this character there when so much craziness is happening? And now it's kind of at that culmination of he, he doesn't want to be there anymore. Yeah. And, but now he met with Amber and who knows what she's going to say at this point. They're obviously going to have a sit down or or something because uh she just dropped some big news on him and yeah and he just had a kind of mental breakdown i mean you did that in one take just like reading through and like,
2: like i had pacing, to i had of- to just like you said i was like mm-hmm. i get this out i can't stop and pause because i got to keep that momentum going yes. i want it yeah. to sound very very genuine mm-hmm. um this is kind of a two-parter question though the question came from facebook again i'm going to get over to instagram after this um What are some of the things you look forward to in season three? Anything you can reveal? I want to start with that question for season two. What was the thing that you read or you wrote when you were in season two that you were like, oh man, that is so good. Like what was your favorite part of season two? That comes from Colin Fenger, F-E-N-G-I-E-R. Sorry if I got that wrong. I'll let Gina go first. (laughs) Um,
3: I was really excited when they met. Like I said, that really like stopped me in my tracks and I was like, Wow, like this is two, you know, two whole seasons building up to this, and I feel like, you know, there was like a teaser of it, like what was that season one when they like almost did, and almost didn't work didn't. out, right? Yeah. So it was like, you know, I'm like, I like that kind of like trope, so I was really, really excited about that. And I have to be honest, every time I get a new script, I'm always waiting to play did- dashboard confessional and be like vindicated. Like I'm really <laughs> waiting for my moment. And so I look at all the scripts. I'm like, is this the one? Is this Please. the one
2: where Amber's not in on it? Or <laughs> yes, like read I that finally, one. Realize, like, oh, it, it is me. <laughs> you walk. Well, in. there was
3: one. Oh my gosh, I forget which episode it was. But uh, I think it might have even been in season one where I was like, oh my God, like. I am the bad guy, and I was so upset. So I was like, but then it turned around, and I was like, no. And then like even like the titles.
2: So there I you go. Like you're at home listening, and you're confused. <laughs> yeah. So is Amber, Amber's
3: yeah. very so confused. Is- yeah. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: How about you? I mean, it's probably the same thing. I knew starting season two, it was going to be a struggle of where to go. I feel like a lot of shows always have their sophomore slump because yeah. like yeah. season one comes out and it's good, and people expect so much from the next season and it never lives up to the first season never. so it's like and and we like slow that's one thing i wrote down which we always mention is we like slow builds in our shows so there's always like you know there's a lot of slow moving parts and a lot of dialogue and a lot of stuff going on before it culminates into this big
2: i think it helps too because piece it, it puts people into their head it lets them create what they think and it lets them kind of build it a little bit.
0: Well, and, and kind of toying with the fact is Amber bad. Is she good? Does she know what's going on? Does she not? Is she a big player? Is she a small part? Whatever it is, there's a lot, but I knew that they were going to meet at the end of season two. And I think I told you pretty early on when I was writing that they were going to meet. I just didn't know exactly how, but, (laughs) but after I wrote the first episode of season two, I was like, I think she's going to be the one that reveals this isn't Jerry. Yeah. So that was the big thing. And I was kind of like excited to get, and I'm like, now how do I get there? Yeah. (laughs) So I was right into that point.
2: I had my favorite moment of season two was, um, and I remember reading it on the, uh, on the script and going oh shit let's go was when he was switching back and forth between channels and listening to to people i was like well played mike (laughs) yeah well played the eavesdropping and listening to people and his commentary in between was like come on give me something give me something i just that was the most intense moment for me other than of course the finales right uh moments but but that part where he was starting to play them both. I remember hearing that and going, this is going to be a good one. And as soon as that one dropped all the comments of like, get a mic, you got this. (laughs) Love that. I
0: will say that some people were like, Oh, maybe Amber's not in on it on with that episode. Like some people thought like, Oh, maybe she doesn't really know what's going on. and Maybe it's all gene or, you know? So I kind of like that aspect of it too.
2: Yeah. There are so many questions and they're all just so story driven. (laughs) I I can't do too much. Um but okay. we
0: appreciate all the, the For
2: comments. For real, this was, of comments it's kind of overwhelming questions. all the comments that were in. I was like, dang man, let's let's get to some of these. I would love to do something a little bit peeking towards spoilers, but we'll see.
0: I will say that for next season, which we're not sure when it's dropping.
2: We, we have just finished. We have season an idea, two. but I don't want we don't wanna say, yeah, it's gonna come out at this time because if it life, doesn't life has happened a lot this year and a lot of great things have happened for us that maybe don't translate to your release schedule. Right. But there are more like really amazing things happening and yeah. we're just trying to get this out for you as fast as we can. So we apologize for the well, delay, but,
0: and I wrote down that we had a lot of issues this season besides yeah. two hurricanes. Cause yeah. we live in Florida two hurricanes. Yeah. Two hurricanes. Uh, Jack had a baby recently. Woo! Uh, we've had people who've got COVID the flu who couldn't record like, somebody who got COVID on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> 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 a, lot of, a lot of side characters that, uh, we had a side character who played, uh, uh, A small character in Tower Four, but we didn't want to recast him. And he just got married. So we had to wait till he got back from his honeymoon. Um, I moved in with my girlfriend. That took a long time. And now we're converting my old place into a full studio. So that's been taking a lot of time. And then uh we transitioned to bloody disgusting. We've had a lot of Zoom calls. My grandma passed away. I mean, there's just so many things. Yeah. That like just we can't like we release as fast as we can. And we and we do, and every episode takes now especially with season two every episode of tower four took at least 50 hours yeah. to, to create so it's a lot <laughs> and then we have so many other shows yeah that we do and yeah
2: here's one that's for uh for gina but she doesn't know is jerry actually amber in disguise that's <laughs> okay. a fun one i'm well, gonna I mean, go ahead and say no <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh
2: here's actually a really good one from bearded train monkey um this is a couple different ones. I think they're all good. Have you ever considered publishing some character and location artwork? I can answer this one. We aren't artists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the answer is no. We can do stick figures. Do we know the details and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, but we don't have that skill set of drawing and illustrating. But if you know somebody or you want to, well, we had a fan
0: reach out recently
2: literally just two days ago say they want to do a they they were working on a painting or something. I forget their name, I wish I could give them credit right now. But they wanted to draw Amber, they wanted to draw Mike, they wanted to draw the tower. And I said, please, the moment you're done with that, send it over to us. We'd love, yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, but the
0: funny thing with that was, she, I, I forget who it was, but yeah, she was. She's like, I want to draw them, but then I realized I listened to the last episode and find out yeah. Amber's not exactly who she, she was. Right. So now how do I draw them? Like, kind of
3: thing. <laughs> like um, which way do I go? I mean, you yeah. could do like Amber before and Amber after, after you know? yeah. <laughs> like ideal Amber, and then Amber,
0: yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Real- <laughs> expectations, reality. Yeah. <laughs> um, 500 days of summer.
2: Here's another one that I thought was a really good one. Is Mike's book based on the relationship he wished he had with Mel's kid or a relationship he used to have? I guess it's not
0: spoiler-ish. I don't even know if I should say all this, or even if I have said all this. Yeah. The character of Melinda is actually loosely based on a relationship. In reality. I actually have. (laughs) Uh, So there is a situation where it was kind of like, I thought that expanding upon it, I was like, this might be interesting because being a father figure when you're not really the father and you're just brought in and you're dating somebody and, but it's going Rocky and stuff like that. Are you really like, you're, but you're tied to the kid cause you want to be a good like role model and all that kind of stuff. I wanted to put that in the show. Yeah. Especially for the fact that Mike didn't have a father growing up, but I mean, he did, but then he disappeared. So it was like, I, I, I imagine it is what he had with this child. Like he was trying to be a good role model, trying to take care of this kid and take care of the mother, who obviously was on drugs and alcohol and all this kind of stuff, and and doing things that she shouldn't have been doing. And he just couldn't take it anymore, so he had to leave. And then he feels guilty because he was like, "But I miss the kid because I, you know, I was trying to be there for the kid. How much can you be there though before it kind of tears you apart?" So yeah. it's like, yeah. I mean, I think that that's what he experienced and then that's what he's putting into his book, but he's expanding upon it kind of like what I did for the show. He's doing it for his book where he's making it more, you know, developed in an actual story to kind of go with yeah, you know, a, an entire novel.
2: Here's one that we've answered uh, a lot another other recaps, but it's a good question to ask. Um, what made y'all come up with this storyline? It's different and I could have never heard another one like it. Genius, that's from Yvette charay Petty. A lot Thanks. of people ask this question. <laughs> Except a lot of people is this after Firewatch. Yeah, say is I did not know game? what Firewatch was. Uh apparently you've heard of it. No, I played, I played it.
0: it a long time ago. Yeah, when it came uh, out in
2: 2014. And whatever. apparently it's very loosely based on some some of the things that have happened in this one. But it's like people want to know, is this after Firewatch? No.
0: No, I I wrote down like See, and I and I was worried about always saying this because it was kind of spoilerish. But now I think I can because of season two finale and everything. Uh, there was a lot of inspirations. Sometimes I'll play a game and I like the setting. Uh, for instance, sure. the Stone House. I played Dear Esther, which was like this Hebridean uh, Island where this person just washes up. And all it is is they just walk around trying to figure out why they're there. Right. So I, I like the setting of that. So I was like, oh, but I think it'd be better if it was, if like it was more XYZ. of a thriller or right. a mystery or whatever
2: it was. And here's and the other thing, too, is like... You don't own an idea, right? Just because Firewatch takes place and he's a lookout, right? That doesn't so mean to, that you can only ever have one cop video game or one cop movie, or you know what I mean. One we try to heist make it movie. different. Yeah. I yeah. know
0: it starts out like it probably is like similar and stuff like that, right. but we try to make it different enough that it's its own thing. In fact, people are like, "Oh, this is kind of Stranger Things ish." Oh, this is kind of like Lost. Right. It's like, yeah, those were all inspirations. They all too.
2: they all draw from
0: some other inspirations. Yeah. I had is Super Eight. If you ever seen the movie Super Eight and uh, Island of Dr. Moreau. That's,
2: like a, that's a big Ooh, I one. I love that movie. If you haven't seen <laughs> Island of Dr. Moreau, it's go watch so that. Bad. It's some of Val Kilmer's best work. No, it's not. It's so horrible. But uh, the
0: book is really and good. And
2: Marlon Brando's in it as well, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, the, Yeah. that one. The He's version. Dr. Moreau. Yeah. But that actually, Island of Dr. Moreau is probably the closest at this point to what Tower 4 could be. I'm taking a lot of inspiration from that. Not to say it's exactly the same, but it's a big inspiration for what's to come. So there's a little spoiler.
2: Yeah. Um. Let's see. Have you ever used an air fryer yet? No, I'm just kidding. That's the, uh, <laughs> that's something <laughs> that the completely ad? different. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did say what's with the banana chips. And yes. Somebody that, asked what Mike's favorite food is. Yeah. Because they said Amber's favorite food. They said it's told in the story. So they wanted to know. banana what chips. Was. Yeah. Mike's is but uh, no yeah, no no yeah.
0: that's uh, Amber's right. So Mike's I don't know.
2: Mike's is probably I like uh, salmon, linguine, and clams. Okay, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I I can't say.
0: Have you ever had uh, banana chips, Gina? Yeah, uh, I
3: I actually do enjoy them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you and plantains. <laughs> <never, laughs> I also in like. In my life,
0: have I had banana I like chips?
3: No. Oh, they're really good. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think they're pretty good. I like dried fruit in
2: general.
3: Yeah, me too. It's oh, just
2: okay. it's fruit. It's dry either.
0: and it has more sugar
2: uh hey, here's a, here's a good one though um i like this one from at woo pork chop on twitter creatively what was the reason you decided not to have mike go deeper into the bunker i'll tell you that so
0: we we're on i think episode eight when yeah. he gets to the bunker right i needed the <laughs> the the season to end at him meeting amber like I, I wanted it to be there my yeah. thing with him going into the bunker was i felt that it would have really just kind of taken a turn and then it would have been something different yeah. he wouldn't have been you able don't, to get you don't to, you
2: don't get there if mike goes deeper into the bunker
0: yeah there's also another reason that's more story-ish too that i was like if i do it now if he goes down there it, it's not going to work out and it's for story reasons
2: right because after he meets amber he's supposed to go to the Dagobah system to find an older Jedi <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to train to learn so the he ways can of actually the force. go into the bunker
0: no there was there's a reason there's another reason for it too and that that reason i don't really want to say mm-hmm. but uh it, it is um story driven in the fact of the bunker he went into it, you know a lot of the lights were off he couldn't power anything he couldn't get out of it and there's a reason for that and I felt like him also having his his thinking about his memories of like with um Dr. Browning and and then also wondering what went on down there. He saw the lights going on. He saw danger yeah. and he just said, no, you I'm, I'm, I'm going to escape this time. I'm ill equipped for this. You yeah. know
2: what I mean? It's one of those scenarios where if you look at it from, you know, his set of shoes you may not be willing to dive further into mystery for somebody like jerry well he thought
0: thought it would be easier to just talk to this guy who drove out of there who's all bloody i'd rather find him and try to get out of here now because this is not going the way we wanted it to instead of going into the bunker and he even has a line that says i could essentially get trapped again right and then what happens if like the guy doesn't come back or not nobody else comes what back, if I, you know? what if i'm
2: stuck after that yeah. yeah so how about uh at taco underscore starfish Ballad of wallet guy when is it coming now that is a reference to across america <laughs> that is a reference which is another podcast america. we do <laughs> yeah. yeah that's it is it's not a tower Four question but it still is valid um yeah because that character was born in at some the, point the walk at some point or we'll across do, America uh, rather. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> At some point we'll do a, an episode for that. I do also have written that now that we have transferred some of our podcasts over to Acast mm-hmm. to work with bloody disgusting, which is something that we recently did over the last couple of months. That was
2: something that took a lot of time, a lot of, of conversation and effort and stuff that took us away from the keyboards. Yeah. So that, and- that's one of those things that now that it's done,
0: it's done so we're good but it, you'll also notice that it doesn't say seven land productions it says bloody FM. FM that's fine like that's their company that they're trying to bring some you know the umbrella company that they're trying to bring other podcasts onto it they're gonna help us with marketing and blah blah, blah. we're adding more you know ads to hopefully make more in revenue um, but the reason why I just want to stress that is we're still we still have creative control over it yeah they're just handling the ads and the marketing we're really still like they said just do your show we're not going to step in release it as much as you can when you can we're not going to step in we're not going to tell you what you can write what you can
2: that's a hard line that's a hard line for us like a lot of creators have hard lines i won't do this i won't do that um giving up creative control of our stories and being able to take them where they want to go that's ours yeah. Like, we're not going to let somebody step in and say, well, maybe uh your character should do this. Yeah. No. I, that's what we that.
0: wanted to make sure we had full control over yep. what we released and how often. We and
2: make sure it. it was written in blood.
0: Yeah. So we had a pact. They didn't, <laughs> yeah. like, they
2: didn't <laughs> like that part, but we did. It was like them, the
0: ending of it. We yeah. just all
2: cut our hands and held hands. And they took and the <laughs> blood it was oath. Awesome. So thank you, Bloody Disgusting, for doing a blood <laughs> oath with us. Yeah. And then I'm trying to see what else
0: I have. Oh, so Another that thing that's bloody disgusting is when we talked to them, one thing that they mentioned was, hey, can you guys do mid-rolls at some point?
2: Sure. We told them yes. we would do
0: mid-rolls. If- no,
2: now mid-rolls, for those of you who don't know, right. there's pre-rolls, post-rolls, and mid-rolls. I'm sure it's getting very clear now. Those are commercials <laughs> yeah. in the beginning, middle, and end of the episode. And we have always had a very, no, we're not going to do any commercials in the middle of our shows. Mm-hmm. Now, That's a kind of a double-edged sword because we we are going to start. Yeah, we make less for not putting them in. But one of the things is we may have to start putting them in. But the the bright side of that is we're going to be giving you longer episodes.
0: Yeah. So next season, now it could be anywhere, it could be eight, nine, ten episodes. We're not sure yet. Mm -hmm. But uh we're gonna aim for 45 minutes to an hour. Uh that's our goal. That doesn't mean every episode will be like that, but that's what we're hoping for. Um that way if we have, you know. An ad in the middle, at least, it's like you're still get, you're getting more content, and we won't just like throw it in there. It'll be like right. you know, in
2: a good spot. Uh It's not gonna be like Mike in the middle of a conversation with Amber. Talking, it's like, whoa, me undies are your underwear? Lisa mattress. When you take them off, do you explode with poop and pee? <laughs> try these underwear? Yes. Damn, yep. I? I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry.
0: You're not a liar. I don't you're know why I said liar, that Amber. all this
2: time. I've never thrown <laughs> ever in my life.
0: But yeah, I mean, the other thing that I'll mention is the release schedule, which we've yeah. talked about, but I want to say that I don't know if we're going to be able... I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, We might take a longer hiatus. There are hiatus. a lot of
2: metaphorical chips in the air right now. Well,
0: and that's the <laughs> thing. is we we got a lot of stuff going on, but yeah. we don't know if we're going to take a longer hiatus and then try to get all the episodes done and then release them either weekly or bi-weekly, or if we're just going to release sooner like take just a couple months off then release sooner but then release monthly like we did before yeah people seem to hate that (laughs) so yeah they do but then they also i don't know if they (laughs) are gonna want to wait a whole you know eight months or whatever it is to get all the episodes done too so uh we'll figure it out um we're not sure yet we also have some other stuff in the background business stuff going on that we're uh testing out and Things might change, but we're still gonna be doing the shows, so don't worry about that.
2: Yeah. And uh you'll always but the way we do it might be different. Miss Miss Gina and myself. Although if we get to hour long episodes, Mike might start talking like
3: this. And Gina can have some Maybe I have to like jump in a little bit. Mike
2: was definitely thinking this. But um, I overall I thought you know so you did make that comment earlier and I I'm a whole I wholeheartedly believe in uh, when you do a sequel to a movie like coming to America too. I can't watch it. (laughs) I cannot I will not because coming to America is one of the funniest movies of all time and it's like like an all time favorite of mine. I can't watch a sequel to that. I feel yeah. like it's going to ruin it. Uh, what's the other one? There's a lot of them. No, but there <laughs> was like Jurassic Park 2. I didn't. wasn't great. Well, but... Jurassic World 2 was really bad. Whoa. Um, I haven't even seen it. So there you go. It was bad. But um, I always want to say that I, like, I don't want to see the second one. But I feel like this one actually kind of exceeded expectations. For me, at least.
0: I think it ended on a high note. So even if people were like, oh, this is moving too slowly. Or, oh, I don't know about this part or something like that. I think that it ended enough on a high note mm-hmm. I, I feel personally
2: i felt more stuff was introduced this season than last season yeah it mean, sure. yes. was a complete mystery so yeah. everything t- you got was new information mm-hmm. this season you got to play with a few of the puzzle pieces and right. kind of be like oh okay i'm starting to kind of see where things are going
0: and we're not going to do a lost thing where like nothing's answered or like the numbers in season one are just on the lighthouse at the end they <laughs>
2: We discussed just everybody would have down. been dead the whole time before <laughs> yeah. I even signed Mike on to this Mike and Amber
0: are in a purgatory. That's it. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, we're
2: not doing, we won't do a lost thing. Somebody did reference lost in the questions. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I've mentioned that like, uh, you know, the mystery and the woods and everything like that. Like that is, there is a lot of like inspiration from lost. Yeah. I, I'm a huge, just like, I love movies. There's a lot of shows I love and stuff like that. So when I writing a lot of times, I, I go all the way back. That's why Todd Browning is referenced in this. Just I, love I love old movies and stuff yeah. too. So I go everywhere and I take inspiration from different things. Some might say I'm like the Tarantino of audio dramas. Like, <laughs> I would <don't laughs> never say that. I would never but say people that. people have said it. <laughs> no, I've said it. And I don't expect people to say it. Uh,
2: the Leonardo DiCaprio of audio dramas I've known around my bathroom is uh <laughs> yeah of course no, no, as no. you
0: hold the bar of soap pretending it's an oscar yeah
2: exactly. or
0: a shampoo bottle
2: thank you thank you so much oh. <laughs> yeah
0: it's heavier than it looks <laughs> yeah, wow yeah. that's great nice anyway yeah so um, i mean there's you know we got a lot of things in the work and we're definitely gonna have a season three. And season we possibly even do a season know
2: four. I was about to say so. So we've envisioned this kind of uh, four season. Yeah, arc.
0: it's going to be shorter. It's going to be shorter than our other stuff. But I uh, think that's, I think that's I think like I love Tower
2: four, but I think that's good. Yeah, because so many times it's like and then and then one more thing. Well, I don't yeah. want to go too far for sure.
0: I think four seasons would be solid because it's also Tower four. <laughs> right. So
2: if we can and make it work, Mike figures out the laser eyes and. We're good.
0: I as long as I don't do a George R.R. R. Martin thing where I just expand <laughs> the story too much yeah. that I can't and then get everything it back. has it'll
3: never tie um, together. Except, yeah. yeah.
0: I just like too much that like season four ends up being like 35 episodes because I just need to get it done and like I can't do it in ten. So I mean hopefully not, but that's uh f- four is what we're aiming for. Yeah. And I think four would be a, a good place to stop. Now if we do spin-offs or something like that, who knows? But at least for Mike story and this story
2: yeah the uh the two season flirt-a-thon of amber and mike <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, be, that, that might be patreon exclusive Steve
3: yeah
2: and, there you go <laughs> mike be like, what show is this <laughs> yeah, yeah. what are you guys talking about in there
3: <laughs> banana,
0: chips. Forest, yeah. okay. banana
2: chips please go away yeah. um yeah so i thought that was a pretty good little recap i loved the uh four-page monologue i got in the beginning and i only i only slipped up eight times I feel. Yeah, about I know he you guys some of you can see him in video land. Uh, he sat there with a pencil and just checked it off every Actually,
0: I got up twice to let your dog came in barging (laughs) into the door.
2: We have English Bulldogs and they don't care about this door being closed. No, they they push it. She
0: pushed it open and then I was petting her for a while and then she wanted to go. So I'm trying to be as quiet as possible. Yeah and not distract you. No, I appreciate it. We're recording in the same place. Yep.
2: Yep. Unlike Miss Gina, who maybe one day we'll get her in here for a recap. Yeah, Yeah,
3: that'd be awesome.
2: Yeah. So that's going to do it wait 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 it's not going to do it for us. hold on go ahead go ahead How often?
3: um a few times a year so my in-laws are down there and my two sisters are down there so i mean okay.
0: so it is possible pretty yeah. Well,
3: yeah i'll be probably down again around easter like last year and um, nice.
2: the new yorker and her. i mean i've got
3: places and... to stay so it's like not expensive to fly to anymore down there and yeah. it's really easy to make it happen so awesome yeah. okay
0: now you can do your tell steve your and i we're
2: going to go for a hike
3: Oh, uh, yeah. you would love that. <laughs> all
2: right. So, thank you so much for tuning in to the Tower Four Season Two recap, number one of three. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Miss Gina, for joining us. It is thank always for a pleasure me. having you. And thank you for bringing Amber to life for all our folks out there in Audio Land. Robert, of course, thank you for giving the story You're welcome. everybody.
0: No. I, I,
3: I'm glad I was contractually everybody actually
2: obligated to say that. I'm glad Thank everybody for being enjoys the it. Greatest, the Tarantino of audio. Hey, so-
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a note at the bottom of page yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't forget.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. my gosh. Somehow
3: Tower
0: 4 is like now better, like getting more downloads than End of All Hope and, and Paralyzed insane. and stuff. So insane. that's crazy. It's yeah. grown real fast and people really like it. So we're going to keep doing it. And, uh, yeah and, and make sure guys if you don't follow us at seven lamb podcast yes. instagram facebook and twitter because we do post updates like if we're late on releasing an episode because something happens we we mention that we try to post schedules when we can all that stuff especially or go on the
2: facebook to, group uh you can message us there as well there are plenty of ways to get to you and get more to us. often than not we will get to us <laughs> we will respond to you so yeah we always question.
0: try to respond if we miss you it's just because it got lost in the shuffle but you can always email us again we always try to respond to everybody
2: yeah i i kind of make it a point to make sure i respond to everybody that i can so please feel free to do that and we'll uh, we'll see you next time bye bye guys Bye.
0: This has been a Seven Lamb production. And now for the trailer of The Hitler File.
1: Now playing from Voyage Media, a new historical thriller that takes you into the mind of the world's most terrifying dictator through the man who unlocks it and uses it to destroy him. Brooding with a thick brush mustache, he stands at attention while he looks at me. I can feel his eyes boring into me. I read the medical pile. Adolf Hitler, Corporal Signal Runner, 16th. Mustard gas victim at Ypres, in 1918. I am not a victim. We have frequent sessions during Corporal Hitler's stay here at Berlin. Do you truly want help? You tell me the truth. No one else around me does. As long as I live and breathe, we shall be yoked together. Starring Peter Stormare from Fargo and Constantine. I knew the choice I was making. This could only end with one of us dead. Then I knew, whatever the cost, whatever my hypocritical oath demanded, I would not stop my intention to kill Hitler, as only I knew how. And Dennis O'Hare from American Horror Story and True Blood. Guilty? Of course they were guilty. If I say they were guilty, they were guilty. They have been trying to kill me since 1932 and have never succeeded. They shall never succeed. I shall kill myself before any of them shall do so. Do you understand me, Doctor? The Hitler File. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. To hear the
0: entire series, go to Hitlerfile.com or search for Hitlerfile wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Item number. SCP-5186.
3: SCP-7160.
1: SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures.
2: Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust.
1: <laughs>
2: but the only thing I could hear was seven two one nine laughing.
3: Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling appointment update.
1: I feel them again.
3: Heartland Counseling.